Dear Lord, we come to you tonight, dear God, knowing that we are in the hour of judgment. And Father, we're in the time, dear Lord, in the last year of the night when at some point, dear Lord, is going to be that day and hour in this year. Dear Lord, we know it's, Lord, from the scriptures, it's, you tell us, dear Lord, it's going to be in the night, so it has to be in the fall or the winter. Because, Lord, the morning starts in April according to the schedule that you have confirmed over the last 13 years. With the midnight being in April 2010, you confirmed it. With the words opening in 2003, you confirmed it. And, Lord, you told us it would be seven years of the evening, seven years of the night, seven years of the morning, and three and a half years of the day, because you're going to cut that part short. Uh, Father, we pray, dear Lord, that the people will begin to understand, dear Lord, we are in the last hour of the night. And, dear Lord, we're in the time, dear God, that we can choose life. Lord, never in history has there been a more real time where you've put in front of your people the choice between life and death. Dear Lord, between good and evil. And Lord, you, you've told us this, dear God, that in Luke 17, 34, you made known, dear God, that the separation judgment of all the people on the earth, this is not the, the time of the Antichrist, this is not the time of the rapture or whatever you want to describe that. Lord, this is the time of the manifestation of the separation judgment where, Lord, there's a time where we've got to be accountable for our works and how we spend our time. And Lord, that is what the separation judgment is, because right before you mentioned the separation judgment, in Matthew 25, 31 to 34, you tell us right there, Lord, that there's going to be a judgment of the talents. What did we do with what you gave us? And Lord, we all should be ashamed, and I'm ashamed. And Father, we pray, dear Lord, that you would understand, dear God, that you warned us. We know you understand, but Lord, we pray your people well, understand, Lord, you warned us that we'd be caught up with the cares of the world. And dear Lord, I was put myself in that position today. Lord, continuously we do this, dear Lord, on a daily basis, Lord, we're so focused on the world and we don't pay attention to the rules of heaven. We don't pay attention to the rules of the judgment. And Lord, it breaks my heart, Father, even getting emails today, dear Lord, people still, Lord, will not relieve, will not receive the knowledge of truth, dear Lord. They still believe that they're filled with the full measure of the Spirit, God, and they have the knowledge of the Scriptures. And Lord, you warned them of this in the seventh church. They'd be neither hot nor cold, but they think they're hot. And Lord, you warned them it'd be like that, just like the rabbis in your day would be like that. And Lord, you warned us in Luke 21, 34 to 36, that we'd all be caught in a snare. They don't want to believe it, Lord. And Lord, you told us, what the snare is. Uh, Father, we pray that we understand, dear God, that right before us right now is never has it been a more real time as compared to now, Lord, where you've put in front of us the decision to choose life or death. To choose, as you said in Deuteronomy 30, Lord, it's a terrible thing. And Mo Moses is pleading with us, Lord. And, and he's saying to us, uh, dear God, that you, you put in front of us the blessing and the curses, the law, the statutes, and the rest of it. Lord, they, they don't understand that these things are the ways to do the words. You came into the world to fulfill it by enabling us to have the right to receive the spirit of truth that guides us into that understanding. And you told us, Lord, that, that we are to love you and we will not love you if we will not hear the words. And Lord, today the, the rebellion against your words is as high 
as it was in the days when you came and went to the cross. Lord, they talk about going to the cross, taking up their cross and following you, but they will not obey your voice, which is to hear the words of God that you came into the world to speak. And I give all these scriptures and back up all their writings and write you long letters. At the end of the day, Lord, they're still in rebellion. Lord, they will not hear the knowledge of truth. They will not receive the words. And dear Lord, they do not understand, dear God, that the world was made on words and they can't explain the way of those words, how you spoke them and did them. And Lord, you told us that your words that you speak are spirit and life. And Lord, they will not receive that life because Lord, you told us we're going to be judged by your words in John twelve forty eight, And if we will not hear those words, Dear God, we're going to be judged by them because the Father said if we will not hear them in Deuteronomy 18, 19, we will be held into account. And Lord, it breaks my heart when people you love, dear Lord, may you don't even know, but you pleaded with them, Lord, to come into the knowledge of truth and they will not receive that message. Lord, well, you've given them great spiritual uh, words. You've, you've given them dreams and visions and you've put in front of them to choose the words of wisdom and they talk about it but they will not hear it. They talk about getting a new name, but they don't know what the name means. Lord, they don't understand that the name is the work of the kingdom that they're to do. And the Lord, that they do that by doing the way of the spirits, the seven spirits, and receiving your words that unlock your promises, your good works. You said you came into the world and showed them many examples of good. But Lord, and good is the Father, and the Father is the Word. And Lord, he created the words. He lives in the words. His spirit is in the words, as he said in John 34, 3.34, in full measure. But they won't understand this omnipresent spirit is in these words. And Lord, you gave them that heartfelt plea in John 14.23, the 24, that says, You do not love us, the Father or you, if we will not hear the words of God that you came into the world to make known and bear witness to. Lord, they, they think they got it. They think they've had the, the, the time and they've had everything. But Lord, why did you tell them at the end of the days when the day of the Lord came that suddenly the knowledge of truth would be made known and Lord, that the words would be open to them? Lord, they don't understand their caught in a snare. They will not receive the message and they go on just thinking they're filled because they're hearing prophetic word. And Lord, they don't understand that that prophetic word is going to dry up. There's a famine of the words coming upon them in the night of your day, as you've said in Amos 5, um, I mean, Amos 8, 11 to 14, and John 9, 4, 5. The light is going to go out of the world. The light is the entrance of your words. If they don't have the words, they will not receive the light, which is the prophetic word is spoken in the way of the words. And Lord, they will not get any more prophecies. So we're going to have so many prophets, like you said in Matthew 7, 21 to 23, and so many preachers and so many that are casting out demons and all these things, dear Lord. And it's going to come to them, dear Lord, that the word is going to leave them because they would not hear when you offered it to them. And they weren't desirous to change their ways or realize the fullness of the scriptures. They didn't want to realize the way of this time and of your kingdom. Because, Lord, inside of all that, they're like the, the scholars and rabbis and Pharisees and stuff. At your time, they're, they're hardened, Lord. They have hardened hearts. They plead, they cry before you. But, Lord, do not the people think that these preachers in the day of your day weren't doing the same? Lord, we pray that the people understand their God. They, they have a doctrine. But, Lord, you warned them that this doctrine isn't exactly the fullness of the scriptures that they're going to be judged by. Lord, you will decide and you will judge them on your good. And Lord, all judgment is in your hand. 
you will judge them by their heart. But Lord, for them to receive the overcomer's crown, they're going to have to understand the source of your power. And you said, dear Lord, in Deuteronomy 32, 36, Lord, that in Moses is writing the song. He's saying, for the Lord will judge his people and have compassion on his servants when he sees that their power is gone. And Lord, you've told them in Ecclesiastes 8, 4, that your power is in your words of the king. And Lord, they will not hear these words. So, Lord, we know that you're going to have compassion on the people. And, Lord, we know that compassion is, Lord, that, you, that, that whether they're in enslavement, which all of us are, to the crown trust. Dear Lord, we pray that they will understand that you will have compassion. And you will cause them to see. But, Lord, you're pouring out your spirit and you're even offering the words to these people. That's your compassion, getting them the grace to allow them to hear the word. Allow them to make the decision that they must make. Dear Lord, when, when Moses is talking in Deuteronomy 30, Lord, he tells them very clearly, Dear Lord, I can't remember the exact verse. I think it's 19, dear Lord, I believe it is. Lord, will you tell them that Moses is speaking? He says that he called on heaven and earth as a witness today against his people, your people. Lord, that they have, that he had set before them from you. Dear Lord, he's going to, even that song that he's going to do. But Lord, he put the, the law before them. He read all that law to them, Lord. The law is the statutes of the ways of doing the words. And he, he said he put it before them. And Lord, that's telling them that that is filled with the words. Because Lord, you go to Deuteronomy 6, 4, 9 and Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 21. It tells you that if you receive the words, you're giving increased years of life. And Lord, you also tell us in John 5, 24, if we will hear your voice, the words that you speak of God, that you came into the world to bear witness to, and if we believe on the promises of God, that we will not only pass through these judgments, but we'll have eternal life. He told us in Ephesians 1, 13, 14 through Paul, that the seal of the word of truth is what our hope is for eternal life. So Lord, you're saying that your words are spirit and life, and you put the words of God before them, and Lord, they will not receive it. And Lord, it's telling them that, look, if you reject the, the offer, the, the life vest, the, the life ring, dear God, the, dear Lord, the, the opportunity, if they reject this, Lord, dear Lord, what is their end? Father, the, the tribulation is going to come upon them, like it says in Revelation twelve seventeen. the devil will have the right to toss them up and down. Lord, they will not pass through the judgments. They're going to receive of the judgments. And Lord, they think they overcome, dear God, but they do not know how. And Lord, they, they understand, dear God, many things. Lord, they have some doctrines and they mix in this, this and that, but they do not understand the fullness of Scripture because they cannot rightly divide the word of truth that lets them understand the Scriptures. So they give us definitions that they understand in the languages of man, but not in the pure language of the kingdom of heaven, even though you give them dreams and visions. Even though some of them have visited heaven, they still will not hear the word. I remember one pastor who he went to heaven, dear God, and King David was with him, came to speak with him, a very famous pastor, Lord, and he, he says that he was thirsty, and David went, and he said, no, I'll get you a drink. He came and gave him a drink of cold water. He had no idea. He thought, oh, how impressive I am, how important I am, because King David gave me a cup of water. King David would have given a cup of water to anybody that came. Because from a cold cup of water, it says in the scriptures, Lord, that from that they'll receive correction. 
See the cold water? Water is like the beginning. And here you have a pastor who's so filled up with himself, and even when he eats the king that wrote Psalms 119, that talks all about the words, the guy wasn't listening. So David gives him a cup of cold water. Lord, he has no idea. He didn't come back and match that up with scriptures. Why did he give me water? Why was it cold? Why was it that he's given me correction? Lord, they will not see this. They will not hear this. They will not believe it. And Lord, we pray, dear God, that you will cause these people to begin to understand your truth, Lord. That they'll begin to understand, Lord, that you have put in front of them cursing and blessing. That you have put in front of them life and death. Lord, they don't understand that if they will not receive your words, you will not intercede with the Father for them, as you've said in the scriptures. Lord, we pray that if you're ashamed of your words and they try to fight against your words, Lord, and they're fighting against this message, Lord, you said you will not intervene for them with the Father. You will not bear witness to the Father of them because they've rejected the holy words of God that created all things. You told us in Psalms 33, 4, that all things are made by your truth. And Lord, you tell us in Psalms 119, 160, that the entirety of your word is truth. That is the truth. And it tells us, dear Lord, that the truth is law. And Lord, you tell us that we're going to be judged by your words. The words of God, you came into the world to speak that are truth. They never fail. Isaiah 55, 11, John 3, 34, John 5, 24. Dear Lord, John 12, 48. All these scriptures you laid in front of them. And you also said, dear Lord, and you prayed to the pleading to the Father. And John 17, 17. You said, dear God, if we will not hear your truth, then we will not be set apart from the world, but we'll be, like it says in Revelation 12, 17, we will be subjected to the sins of this great tribulation. The war will affect us. And Lord, we've seen today, dear Lord, that our government, American government, is financing and providing the weapons and ammunition secretly through even hidden cartons, dear Lord, and furniture boxes and stuff like this, Lord. They're shipping weapons and ammunition to the the ISIS terrorists throughout Europe so that they can kill people. And Lord, surely they've done the same here. Lord, we've even heard, dear Lord, of a a military complex in north of San Antonio, Lord, um, uh, an armory that has Russian weapons stored up for the Russians, ready for them to come and take them and turn them against the people. Lord, it's deception everywhere. As we said it was going to be, Lord, they said very clearly it was going to be. But, Lord, you said this is the way it's going to be in Deuteronomy. Lord, you told them in the, in the curses, and like in Deuteronomy 29 and so forth, Lord, these things will happen to the people if they will not hear you and if we allow these idols to stand. And, Lord, you told that when, when, when Moses is pleading with the people in Deuteronomy 30, as he's pleading with us today, Lord, he says right there, he calls heaven and earth. Lord, people don't understand that is really serious because in the heavens you put the judgment. Dear Lord, the words are entered into the heavens on the fourth day of creation. It's going to judge over us. The signs and all the actions and the particles coming forth, Lord. And you told us, Lord, that if we will not hear you in, in Revelation 6, dear Lord, on the third day or the third seal, you told us that we will not meet the food very easily. Lord, we'll do all we can just to get enough bread in one day to be able, dear God, to pay for a piece of bread to to get by that day because that's what's coming. Lord, they're going to do that, dear Lord, and that work that they're going to have to do is going to have to serve those people of the world. 
As you said, Lord, you'll send them off into captivity under them and they'll have to do whatever they say because they will not have the words. They have no power over them because a famine of the word is coming to them and that's what that third seal is all about. When it happens to them, they have no power over those controlling their food and they're going to have to work a full day's measure, but they cannot touch those with oil and wine. Oil is the knowledge and the wine is the kingdom plan of God. And Lord, if they will... Get that now, which is by the words, Lord. They will not be in that prison camps. You'll get them out of there. You'll take them and set them apart as you promised, Lord. You'll send them into Goshen. But those people will go into those. And then beyond that, Lord, all those people will share in the plagues that you're going to pour out on those people that run the prisons. It's also going to come upon those people that are there being punished. And, Lord, you're going to cast them out even. You're going to send them out into the wilderness. Lord, they will not be able to gather with your people. They think, oh, we'll be leased from there. Not unless they repented and received the word before. It's too late for them. Lord, you said the judgment's coming, and there's a time, a lot of time. You've set before them life and death. They will not choose life. They will not hear your words. And Lord, we're asking you, Lord, please allow these people to understand. We ask you, Lord, to let the heavens speak. We're asking, Lord, to let the earth speak. Father, we pray, dear God, that you will anoint the compassion, dear Lord, upon the people that these, dear Lord, who love you, these are getting prophetic words. These are saying, dear Lord, with their heart that they're doing right. Let them understand the truth of the scriptures of Matthew, I mean, in John 14, 23, 24, is they do not love you. Lord, they, they say and they cry and they, they do all these things and go to churches, all these things and speak to people and do it. But Lord, they do not love you because they will not hear your words when it's offered to them. And Lord, you told them, if they reject this message, how hard it's going to be for them to get through the door. Dear Lord, we pray, dear God, and understand, dear God, at this time, even when you did that prayer, dear Lord, and, and gave Moses that song, dear Lord, you, you were over top of the doorway of the tabernacle as a pillar, a cloud, dear Lord, above it. Lord, a cloud of truth. Cloud symbolizes truth. My truth reaches unto the clouds. And Lord, that's your word. Your word was standing over top of the doorway, dear Lord, symbolizing putting our, your word on the door. Lord, we pray that they'd understand this because pillar is a place where they're gathered to hear the word. And Lord, you told them to come to the doorway. And Lord, why you did that is because in Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 21, when you were telling them, Lord, I put before you death and life, blessing and cursing, and choose life that you might live and that you, you know, you're going to see the blessing of God and he will take care of you. But right there, Lord, you were telling them in Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 21, it says, if you will not put my words on your door, if you will not do these things, you will not extend the life. Because dear Lord, if you do these things, you will extend life as you've promised. That's your word. You've given that. And Lord, your promises can never be broken. They're built on a foundation of truth that can never be broken. Father, we pray that tonight, dear Lord, somehow, dear God, our families, dear Lord, our friends, dear Lord, your prophets, your preachers, your, your, your elders, the businessmen, dear God, the, the people, dear Lord, out there running the world, that they'd begin to hear this. Lord, that they would understand, dear Lord, that the, the curses that are coming upon them are horrible. Lord, we've explained the plagues that they're going to get. We've explained, dear Lord, the, the abomination, dear God, that's coming upon them for what they're doing. We pray, dear Lord, to the soldiers around the world tonight, dear God, that they would understand they cannot go to war. It is against your law. Dear Lord, they must come out of these things and you'll take them. Dear Lord, you'll protect them. You'll bring them out. Lord, they cannot hold your people when you stand up for them if they will stand up for you. And Lord, we pray, dear God, that people will come. And Lord, we pray that, and we're persevering, dear Lord, to get the word to you. 
Lord, let them understand, dear God, that they should be seeking you and seeking a way out of that by your guidance. Lord, you can deliver them from those things. Don't let them run off wrongly, but Lord, they must flee the world. Dear Lord, to flee the world means come into the words and plead with you to keep them and bring them out as soon as you can bring them out, Lord, because you will be calling all your people to come out. And Lord, when they hear that call, which they will if they're having the words, Lord, they'll know what to do. And you'll deliver them, Lord, from anywhere they are in the world, Lord, you can deliver them to where they should be. Father, we pray, dear God, that they will understand the word is nothing is impossible to you. Lord, we pray that they would understand even, dear God, it's like food, dear Lord, when it goes out. A, a, a person could give a child, dear God, a, a small grain of food. And dear Lord, if they will understand, dear Lord, that the stomach, dear Lord, is, is, is of the word. In other words, we put the belt of truth around the stomach for a reason, because what is in it will be, uh, is, if it's of you, dear God, will be enough. Dear Lord, we know, dear God, that like a mustard seed, Lord, you said it would be the greatest tree in the field. Lord, it's the same thing, dear Lord, if the people will understand, if you put a grain of food in a person because there's nothing there. But Lord, let them understand, dear God, like you said, dear God, you, you know, you, I got food that they don't know nothing of. Lord, it'll sustain them. Because that one little seed, dear Lord, will go into all the work that's necessary. And what the stomach is, dear God, is what we desire. And dear Lord, if they will understand the truth and the knowledge of the truth in that little seed of grain, will stain them, dear Lord, through anything, dear Lord, because it will fulfill them to do the work of the kingdom that they desire to do because they build the truth upon them. Let the children understand this, Lord, in this time. Your people understand this in this time. Lord, there's nothing impossible to you because, dear Lord, the stomach is what we desire to eat, and we desire to eat the food of the kingdom, not the food of the world. Father, we pray, dear Lord, you'll help us in this time, dear Lord, because when that time of need comes, and we don't test you like you showed us, dear Lord, in the testing of the devil, you said it's going to test us. But Lord, we know to believe in you. And Lord, we know that as soon as that testing is over, as it was with Satan, and he could only test them three times, test you three times, because he couldn't dare test you in the way of the fourth spirit, which is the counsel of you. Lord, you would have destroyed them, and you'd overcome him at that time. But Lord, he had to run. He had to stop at that time. So, Lord, we know that there's a way to your truth. We know, dear Lord, that after three times, you always show up because it's your time. It's your time of counsel. It's the time, dear Lord, when you make known your word and teach us even more. And, Father, we pray, dear Lord, people understand that. And, Lord, we should also know, dear God, that you told us, dear Lord, that the morning comes, dear Lord, and we know it's coming in April because that's when you've set the schedule and you confirm the midnight. So we know the morning comes next April, Lord, in the spring. And Lord, we know that in the fall, you said, dear Lord, that it would be like the ant. And, and Lord, we're going to run out of food because we haven't done the harvest. The harvest that matters to you, dear God, is not this harvest of world food. Dear Lord, it's the harvest of the food of the kingdom. And Lord, the people should see the signs of this. Lord, the leaves, the green leaves are for the healing of the nations. And, Lord, the time of the summer when we could have healed the nations, dear Lord, but they would not come out to the world, is passing by. Now, Lord, we're coming to the color, the drying of the leaves. And, dear Lord, to be falling off the trees. And, dear Lord, it's the fall. Dear Lord, it's like the food of the kingdom is falling away. And, Lord, we pray they'd understand this. And, dear Lord, that they would desire it. Because, Lord, you told them they better come out before the winter when the cold ice comes upon them and the snow Dear Lord, we pray they'd understand, dear Lord, the, the cold rain of winter. 
Though, Lord, we pray that they understand that's corrections coming. And, dear Lord, the trees will be gone. But, dear Lord, it's wonderful in the winter, dear God, for those, dear Lord, who understand your ways. There's a New Year's tree that's always in the wintertime, and it's when you perform your word. And, Lord, we know that at that time, Lord, that they will not be able to overcome you. They will not be able to overcome your people. Lord, now's the time they must get the word because they have to pass through these judgments that are coming. And they should see the sign in the trees with the leaves are falling. Lord, we pray that they would understand these things, dear Lord, because you go, dear Lord, with the northern hemisphere, with your ways, because it's the way of the world. We just pray, Lord, that they would understand this truth. Father, we pray that they will hear this word, that you will cause them to know it and see it. And Lord, we pray that you will grow your people. We pray, Lord, for truth to fall, or for compassion to be shown, dear Lord, a shaking of some way. Dear Lord, a last-minute call to these, dear Lord, that are of your church, dear Lord, of your prophets and of your preachers and elders, dear Lord, and those who are learned by their doctrines, Lord, and these, these scholars at the universities, Lord, we pray that they would understand the truth and come out. Because, Lord, if they've rejected your words, you will not bear witness to the, to the Father in a time when the Father says, go manifest the judgment. Father, we pray they will hear. The word's been offered, the words of wisdom they do not know. And they will not come to learn, Father. And Lord, I thank you, dear God, that you let me see yourself and Moses and Elijah when you appeared before me. Lord, it will, you did it for a reason for your people, not me. It's nothing honorable to me. Lord, you wouldn't even look at me. Uh, I was so filled with sin. But Lord, you let me see, dear God, the importance of Elijah and the importance of Moses. Lord, the prophetic word is true, but that Elijah was a teacher of the word, Lord. Elijah was a teacher of your scriptures, trying to plead with the people to come out in a time when they had a horrible king in Ahab and so on, and Jezebel. Lord, we pray that the people understand we have that same Jezebel spirit today, the harlot, the queen of England, and the, the terrible king of Jacob, Rothschild, dear Lord, who wants to destroy the people with the backing of the queen, who tells them what to do. Lord, we pray, dear God, that people understand it's like into that at this time. And Moses is there, dear Lord, because our promise is we can overcome the world. We must overcome the world. We cannot enter into heaven. And Lord, whether it's a rapture or a translation, dear God, it doesn't matter. Dear Lord, we know that there's going to be a time where we'll be appearing before you and holding harps of God. And harps of God are harps that actually sing the word, dear Lord, but by stroking it, we will know because the Spirit will guide us how to play those harps. You'll teach us there, Lord, the word to speak and do by the song that will come out of those strings because you'll move our hands accordingly because they're of God, of the Spirit, of the full measure of your Spirit. That's why they're harps of you. Dear Lord, we pray, dear God, we'll understand these truths. We'll overcome and we'll believe in you, Father. And these things will happen. Father, remember our children. Remember our parents and spouses, brothers and sisters. Father, please turn their hearts. We ask you, Lord, protect and keep us. Guide us through these times. We ask you, Lord, to remove the stumbling blocks that your word might be heard. Lord, let the people understand they must overcome. But they have to overcome by first doing what you said in John 17 and Joel 2, 12 to 20. They must first repent Receive your words so that they're set apart from the world by the knowledge of your words. And then, Lord, they can gather together in a sacred assembly because they'll understand why it's holy at that time. 
and what they're seeking for. And then, dear Lord, they can do the way of the words, which is come off the porches, plead before your people that they, you would intercede for them because they haven't been taught the knowledge of truth. And you will hear that cry. You promise to hear that cry. And you will drive the enemy far away. And a warrior will not touch them like you promised in John 5, 24. Oh, Father, please let it be. Lord, let the people hear. We ask us, Lord, to understand. We ask you, Lord, to cause us to understand. Move upon our hearts, Lord. Let them understand. Let all of us understand. We must choose right now, dear Lord, life and death, because the time of the separation judgment is in these next six months. And Lord, we pray they will hear this and not deny it and not be ignorant and not be foolish or naive. But Lord, they will do what you said. And Lord, let them read Proverbs 1, 20 to 33. Let those scriptures ring out all over the world so that they will understand, Lord, you've been trying to call your words to them, but they would not hear. And you warned them, Lord, if they will not receive your knowledge, which comes in your words, then dear Lord, we pray that they'd understand what will happen to them because a famine of the word is coming. And that's exactly what it is because the Father is going to require you to leave the people of the world who would not receive your words. As it says in John 9, 4, 5. And then they won't be able to work. They won't be able to do anything in the kingdom. Lord, we pray they'd understand this. It's going to go away from them. You warned them in this in Matthew 7, 21, 23 as well. Lord, please, we're asking for a great compassion, compelling up them. Let them understand the truth and why this is so important right now. We ask this in thy precious and thy holy name. In Jesus' name, amen.